And we're back for another episode of Startup Hustle, a podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. If you want to start, own, or build a business, then you're in the right place. We bring you the real truth about what it's like to take something from concept to launch, from growth, innovation, experience, failing, or winning big, we've got you covered. So let's get down to business with another episode of Startup Hustle, brought to you by Fullscale.io. And we're back for another episode of the Startup Hustle. This is Matt Watson, your host today. Excited to be joined with Andrew Berman from Val. He's a co-founder and CEO. We're going to talk about... Um, his entrepreneurial journey and their company. They are, you know, creating some very cool cutting edge video conferencing software. And we're going to talk all about that. Um, it does much more than video conferencing. I think that's why it's so cool. But before we get into that, I do want to remind everybody to, uh, today that our episode of Startup Hustle is powered by FullScale.io. Hiring software developers is difficult. FullScale can help you build a software team quickly and affordably. And as a platform to help you manage that team, visit FullScale.io to learn more. Andrew, welcome to the show, man. Hey, thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. So before we were um, before we started today, you mentioned before that you've done some other things in the past. And um, to get us started, why don't you tell us a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey? Sure. I have a very atypical entrepreneurial journey. I started my career in venture capital, actually. I worked at Norwest Venture Partners. It's one of the oldest and largest VC firms out there. And very quickly within starting working there, I knew I wanted to start my own company. And when I was at Norwest, I worked with some folks who did a lot of investing in video, in the infrastructure, in the earlier days of it. And I went and got a master's degree. And after getting my master's degree, about a year later, I started my first company. And that company is a business called Nanit. Uh, Nanit's the leading baby monitor on the market. We track breathing, sleep, and movement. One of the really cool things that people love about Nanit is we give you an ESPN-like highlight reel. So 12 hours of your kids sleeping compressed to 30 seconds available every night after you wake up. Um, and after about four years of Nanit, I saw the pitfalls of running a distributed team. We had a bunch of people all over the world. Um, we, we do manufacturing outside the U.S. of our, pro our hardware product. We, do, uh, we, have an, we have a team outside of the U.S. also. And it was hard to get everyone to collaborate. We tried tools like Zoom, WebEx, uh, Meet. And at that, those days, it was called Skype for Business, and realized that what those products were missing were a better way to collaborate. And so what we do at Vowel is we're focused on turning the meeting into searchable, shareable information. Imagine never having to take notes again because AI is doing it for you. Have collaborative notes in the meeting, and after the meeting, have a full digital artifact that's ready to go. So what we hope to do is make it so there's no more Zoom fatigue. And we, uh, what we do already is make it so that our knowledge workers who are using our tool get access to their meeting data in, their, in the tools that they're using. So things like Asana, Jira, Notion, that's where Val's data data's live. And I say data's because there's many data from a meeting. Yeah. So the... The last company you had, uh, Nanit, so are you not involved anymore? Was that a business you guys uh, exited or? Business is still going. I'm not. Going. A, I'm an advisor at this point. I, they, we have an amazing CEO there. 
and it's rapidly scaling. Um, and I, I assume some of your listeners probably have our product. Google Ventures led the Series C, the most recent financing round, and that business just keeps growing. So was that? Um, so you you mentioned that starting Val for you was almost trying to solve your own problems, right? It's like you're trying to solve your own problems from running that business. And I feel like that's always, you know, where the best ideas come from as an entrepreneur, right? Is like as a byproduct of something else you do, you you see some other problem that needs to be solved. And that's something we, we hear over and over actually on the podcast. Yeah. I mean, I, I just came to this place that the existing video tools just hadn't changed in 15 years. They allow... The only difference was our audio had finally gotten good and our video connection had finally gotten great. And so we got to this place where you can conduct your you can conduct business and you can work with your colleagues across the world. But it's very hard to collaborate and push work forward. And that's what we enable. So we enable our typical our typical folks work in the product engineering design, but a lot of other functions and a lot of them are entrepreneurs who are looking for a better way to stay in contact with their team. And look, one of the things we do is we make it so you can record and search. And it's a very interesting journey we've been on. So as part of, of part of the, the product and the platform that you've built, does your guys's product integrate with a lot of other platforms? For example, I'm, you know, if I use Salesforce or HubSpot and I need to schedule a meeting with a client, it helps uh, integrate with that to schedule it and then bring those notes back like into the CRM system or something like you do a lot of integrations for things like that. So we're rolling out a very detailed integration strategy in Q1. And so right now we're built on top of G Suite. And so we integrate pretty neatly with Google Calendar and Google G Suite, which I think probably most entrepreneurs today are using. And then we, um, we're rolling out a Zapier integration, and okay. that allows you to feed information. And then we're rolling out a whole host of other native integrations over the next six months. And those will be everything from your CRM to your task managers to your documentation tools. And I think the, the goal is for the information to live wherever it needs to live. And you think about it, so many meetings happen with teams across time zones. So folks in New York are trying to collaborate with folks in Los Angeles. And in reality, those folks will be better, better served with some of the people not attending the meeting and then being able to listen and catch up on 2x speed. And so that's what we're trying to do. And that's what our, we enable our customers to do. We have teams like Airhouse, Flox. Uh, homeroom and other great companies who are running their entire organization on us. And we, we're just very excited. And one of the things I think we're going to do for your listeners is we're giving everyone three months free of Val Pro. And so the coupon code for that is Startup Hustle. Um, and I hope everyone gets to check out and see what type of productivity and what type of cost savings by eliminating the need for so many endless meetings uh, that we can bring to their company. So you mentioned being able to replay uh, meetings, which I actually think is a great idea. People probably don't really think about, I don't know about you, but when I watch YouTube videos, a lot of times I actually watch them at like one and a half or maybe in two, two times speed. And um, you get through things so much faster. And actually I think that's a, 
a really good suggestion that a lot of people probably don't think about because a lot of other tools probably don't do that, do they? No. I mean, I had a customer tell me the other day how amazing it was to be able to, the meeting was going on, they were on a plane and they were watching it 30 minutes later on 2X speed with access to all the notes and everything that happened. So people always feel in the know. People are always included when you want them to be included. And your message is disseminated throughout the organiz- your organization. I think you know is for being a founder yourself, it's very hard to keep everyone on the same page, always constantly knowing what your priorities are. And that's why we think this is such an interesting opportunity out there. So I, one of the features you mentioned of the product was transcription. Have you, does, do you guys do anything with like auto summarizing the meetings? Like, you know, it kind of goes through the whole transcript and can use some AI and figure out like the, the summary of the meeting or anything like that? It's coming. It's coming next year. That's what. That's exactly what we're go, we're the direction we're starting to go, and I think you can just imagine what's possible with advances in stuff like generative AI. My previous company, we use extractive summarization, and we are summarizing hours and hours of video. And my goal at Vowel is to turn my customers into superhumans. And to create so much measurable productivity gains. Imagine leaving a meeting, getting the TLDR in the Slack channel, or in your ta- or in your Notion, and automatically knowing what happened. So you have to pick up your kid from school, or you can't make that conversation. You are fully in the know, and that's the world that I'm trying to bring to to market. Well, I, lo- I love the idea of having like kind of automated notes, right? It's like nobody has to, it's not about the transcription and the like detailed notes, but it's like a summary of the notes, right? Like what the hell did we actually talk about on this meeting that is useful to remember for later, right? Like the, you hope, you hope to get some action items, but if you could automate, you know, somehow like those action items or key points would be really good. Totally. I mean, you want to know what were the kind of, I don't know, what were the two to 10 things we talked about? Maybe let's call it five and we'll average it out. You want to know what the action items are? And, I, and the third thing you really want to know is what were the decisions? So what did we decide to do? Not just the right. next steps, because so much of work is collaborating. So much of work is collaborating with folks to move work forward. You get into a meeting, you spend a few minutes trying to figure out why you're there. Um, and then afterwards you ha- discuss a problem, you have your action items and you've decided to do something. So what we try to do is the full gamut. So before the meeting, we allow you to share an agenda. It's collaborative. You can share it with a Slack link. Anybody who has access to the calendar invite gets it during the meeting. You have this notepad. So no longer needing to have a video window plus a Google doc or a word doc open to the side. And then after the meeting, get that summary action items, put it in the tooling you're using. I don't know what you use at your company, but we use Notion and Asana uh, at mine and Jira also on our engineering side of things. Um, and we're starting to adopt things like Linear also. Very good. So what do you? how do you see the, the future of this playing out for your guys' company? Is it just all the integrations and, and that's the like the real key key for you guys kind of going forward? 100%. It's giving users access to the data where they want it. 
And there are yeah. so many different tools you want to integrate with and you want to get access. So three weeks later, when you hover over a task in your task manager, you actually know why you were doing this and remember the full context. Yeah, I mean, so I'm I'm a software developer by trade, right? And yeah, I could see like having, you know, various calls and then like you get the transcript, the summary, the the notes and stuff, but then like tagging the Jira work items that we talked about, right? And being able to somehow reference back to those conversations and getting that information could be could be very useful, so. Totally. I mean, imagine... It, 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 you write things, you write it shorthand, you write in Jira or you write in Asana, uh, check out this bug. There may be a lot of context that's missing from that conversation. Yeah, yeah. And we're trying to give, and we're going to give you all of that. And yeah, I just want to make your team much more productive. And I want to reduce, one of the things that we've seen that's happened during the pandemic is people spend so much more time in meetings now. Oh, like, yeah. It's, it's an endless stream of video. And whether you're in person, whether you're remote, whether you're hybrid, whatever, you're spending your entire day on video. And then when you leave, you go on YouTube or you go on TikTok or you go on Instagram. And then the stat I've seen now is that people are spending nine hours a day on average in the US on video. And that includes all of those things. So let's say, say for the average person, it's like four or five hours in video meetings, maybe an hour on YouTube and then 30 minutes on TikTok and 30 minutes on Instagram. Maybe, that, maybe that's not the average person but uh, give or take. And our goal is to make you more productive again and building well, one tool. Well, so what, what tips do you have out there for people that feel like they have that fatigue of being on video? Because I, I know I feel that way. Like if I'm on video for three or four hours, you know, at the end of the day, like at the end of the day, I'm just spent. Do you have any tips on suggestions for people? Have an agenda for the meeting. So in advance, why are we having this conversation? In the meeting, be brutal about it. Why are we here? What are we? What is our goal, and what are we trying to accomplish? And when that, when if you can finish that in twenty minutes, end the call, and give everyone time ten more minutes back of that thirty minute calendar. But a great meeting, it has a it, it you. There are certain people who can just run amazing meetings, and you see, I'm sure you've seen it in my your company, and I see it all over, and they just are so prepared. So. They gather everyone for a specific reason. They document the next steps and the action items. And then they make it so that and they make it so that they actually follow up on it. And I think that's part of how you reduce the fatigue. I think also we try to make it so that it's actually a collaborative living artifact. So we have the notes. Everyone gets to ask the notes. There's a place to raise your hand and question marks. And I think those are also ways to reduce the fatigue of just video in general. I think, I think I've also heard in the past that actually just like turning off the video part of it is something that can help, help with that fatigue. Have you, have you heard that before? It's a great point. We do it all the time at Vowel. Uh, we have meetings where people are video off. Um, I find personally, I have to be in front of a computer to be productive. Um, I'm not very good at walking meetings. I can't really multitask, but I love doing meetings with the video off and just having audio only and then using our tool and then still staying on my agenda with my action items and yeah. next steps. Something I do about it all the, the time. Something about the added video just requires more attention or something that maybe wears us out. I don't know. <laughs> and I, 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 it's, it, there's, there's a lot of very interesting research that I've seen about this. And so... I think it's a very interesting topic that needs to be explored further. 
So as you were considering creating this company, how, how did, what were your thoughts around knowing who your competition was? Like, did, was that something that, that obviously didn't scare you away? I'm just curious, what, what were your thoughts on, on that, on that kind of going into this? Sure. I, I believe I knew very well who our competition was. And I think you know who our competition is. It's these some of the larger players out there. But I yeah. believe what you've seen time and time again, there is a way to... Historically, we saw in software an unbundling of software. Everyone would build something for specific, very narrow use cases. What's happened over the last few years? A rebundling over software. Maybe you've heard of Figma the design mm -hmm. tool that Adobe bought for about $20 billion. They didn't say, let's build a, a plugin to make design collaborative. They rebuilt the stack. Maybe you've used Notion, uh, which I think is the, the best way to describe it is an all-in-one tool, but really was started to focus on the wiki space. So going after the Confluence product on Jira. And I, they also started with a let's build it ourselves and focus on all encompassing with templates and everything from like project management charts and now going in a lot of different directions and acquiring a calendar company called Cron. And then I think you have companies like ClickUp and I think their, their, their marketing slogan, at least we see it in where I am, one tool to rule it all. And what all these people are saying is I'm going to build a collection of tools and we're going to rebundle it. And so we're not going to find, and there is tooling fatigue in, in a sense. And I think there's another company out there called Rippling that's doing this also in the HR tech space. Mm -hmm. And so entrepreneurs are sitting there and saying, I want to build the platform company. And that was what we said from the beginning. We're going to build our own video stack. We're going to replace hodgepodge of tools and plugins and we're going to do this with an end-to-end -end experience so that our user base gets a better product experience, significantly cheaper. And I think if you wanted to do what Val does with plugins, it would probably cost you $60 per user per year. And instead, we sell it to you for $16.50. So my goal is to really empower um, empower people with, with features and functionalities they never even thought existed in, in video and in collaboration in general. Yeah, that my, my only concern being you going into it would have just been knowing like who who you're competing with, you know, it's like, we're going we're going up the, uh, you know, after some billion dollar, you know, competitors, right. And uh, um, that's always just a scary, scary endeavor, you know, as part of part of my question. And um, so obviously, to do this, you guys had to go out and raise quite a bit of capital to do this too, right? Yes. I mean, I'll, I'll take that for the beginning part and then I'll tell you about raising capital. So, I mean, the first part about this was, yeah, it's, it's super scary. My first company, we did the, we went, we're in the baby monitor market. Yeah. Most people don't know a brand name besides us in the baby monitor market. And so it's a very different type of product and you're not going up against the Googles of the world, or, although maybe you are with the Nest Cam. Um, in this category, it is one of the biggest categories out there. It's, and it's probably the product that you spend the most amount of time on in a given day. And that's why I believe there's such a large opportunity here to take off a share and focus on a specific person and focus on specific companies and personas and then move up market over time. So I have a couple more questions for you. Well, actually tell me, tell me more about the, the fundraising part of it first. 
I have incredible investors. Um, I have everyone from Tope, the calendar of Ca- the founder of Calendly, to an individual named David Hornick, who I believe led investments in Splunk, Bill.com, Fastly, and Git Labs, to the co-founder of Intercom, Des Trainer, um, the f- co-founder of Twitch, the streaming video giant. Uh, and the co-founder of Okta, for anybody who knows the enterprise space, yeah. one of the leading security companies. So I set out from the beginning to find an amazing group of investors that wanted to believe in this long-term vision of how we can reshape an industry who really signed up for this daunting mission. And that's what I'm doing. And that's what I'm going to execute on. That is a really impressive list of of investors, obviously. So I guess... You know, for others that are listening out there, like, holy shit, how do you get all these investors? Like, what is that mostly come from your experience from the Nanit, you know, company before and, and those relationships from your success there? Or was it, you know, working with, you know, a VC or whatever that helped make a lot of those introductions? Or how did, how did, how were you able to kind of crack that? It's a hodgepodge and a mix of both. I have a, I've, um, I was in VC when I started my career. So I, I have some some <laughs> yes. relationships from yes. that. Uh, some of my investors introduced me to some of these people. And the CEO of Calendly actually came to my website and uh, came in the intercom chat window and said, I'm the CEO of Calendly. And, nice. <laughs> and I would love to chat. <laughs> Nice. Well, that's the thing. If you if you create a really good product, right? People, you get people's attention, and then to some degree, they will they will come after you. One hundred percent. And I think we've been lucky. I mean, we do this to empower our customers, uh, and we have we, we have a company, Flux. It's a distributed it's a distributed team focused on making uh, CAD software. So I think. For listeners out there, this is um, EECAD, so going after how do you build circuits. They were on their entire company on Vowel. Every meeting, every interaction, it runs on our platform. And we try to empower customers like that to be significantly more productive. Absolutely. Well, finding expert software developers doesn't have to be difficult, especially when you visit FullScale.io, where you can build a software team quickly and affordably. Use the FullScale platform to define your technical needs and then see what developers are available to join your team. Visit FullScale.io to learn more. So, you know, in some degree, there's always winners and losers, like when crazy things happen, like COVID and even the recession we're going into now. And it seems like you guys or no doubt one of the big winners from COVID and the move to, re- to remote, right? Like um, you started this in 2018, kind of before, you know, that became even more in vogue than it is today. But um, you you guys definitely feel like you got to help ride that wave, right? Like that's, you, you guys in some degree were in the right place in the right time. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's everything and we're definitely in the right place in the right time. And I think one of the things that people don't realize is how much of a platform shift we've seen. Whether you're remote, whether you're distributed, whether you're in person, whether you're at one of the large banks where they're bringing people back five days a week, you're still spending your entire day on video. Yeah. Because unless you work in a room where nobody else works on a different, literally everyone works in the same room as you, then you're collaborating. And so you're trying to, if you work at a large bank, you're talking to their office in London. 
now it's so normal to just get on video. And so we benefited from a platform shift. And I think we really see what is possible by just being what the legacy tools have made possible and what we want to do in the future. I believe I'm creating a new category in itself. It's the knowledge of what's going on. Yeah, in some degree, it's it's um, not only is it related to the video part of it, but it's all it's also related to like the notes part of it, right? It's it's not just the the video. It's it, thinking about integrating with the CRM and knowing like these are the conversations he had, these are the things we talked about, like being able to get access to information that's just not accessible today. Well, and then being able to search it. Yeah. So you have search on you have search on the web, you have spotlight search maybe on your Mac, but you don't have anything to search through all the, the six hours a day you spend yes. back to back on video. And that's what I'm building for you. Because I don't know if you're like me, but I can't remember my first meeting this morning. And yet I'm sure I have action items and to do and follow up from there. And I can't remember where I said somebody genius, and I can't remember where I said somebody has to follow up on something. Right. And so, for the record, I very rarely say things that are genius. So what do you what do you do when somebody sends you an invite these days and it's for Zoom or something? Do you just reply back and you're like, no, here's the link to vowel. Let's <laughs> use vowel. How how many times how many times a day does that happen? <laughs> very rare at this point with me, but I'm sure it happens to other it doesn't happen. Our entire company runs on vowel. Yeah, yeah. Um but I'm sure it does happen. And uh, it's typically let's here's my link. And one of the things that we've done is we're browser based. Uh, right. We'll have a client come out this year, and so it's very easy for anyone to get started. You, you send a calendar invite. It's just like how we're recording this podcast. There's no software to download. It's super easy. I'm a huge fan of that. I um, I feel like Zoom and some of the other ones that run like to me Microsoft Teams is the worst. Like I feel like it always. <laughs> I don't know why. Like destroys my computer i don't know what it is something about microsoft teams like my computer doesn't like so i i appreciate the fact that it's browser based very cool so tell me there's what are the challenges like for dealing with all this video and the notes and the data that you guys deal with you guys i mean do you do you guys end up like saving recordings of every one of the videos or is it just like a temporary, like we save them for a while, we tran- we do the transcriptions, we delete them at the end of the day kind of thing? Or like, you guys must have like a major cloud footprint for all this is kind of the point. We have a major cloud footprint. We are multi-cloud. Um, we, we run our own stack to a large degree on, on the video side of things. And we have a major cloud footprint and use a lot of great API providers. We use everything from AWS to GCP. We're SOC 2 Type 2 certified from the get-go for anybody who's sitting there worried about security. Mm -hmm. Um, And we have to have a major cloud footprint. Uh, This is real-time audio and video communication in the cloud. Do we store all the information? Depends on what pricing plan you're on. if you're on our business plan, we store we do store it forever. If you're on our pro or our free plan, we have gates on what how long we store the information for. Um, most of our customer base is signing we've seen sign up for our business plan, and then we give you the ability on to download it um, and the ability to take your information wherever you want to go with it. So they potentially will they can save off like every video and, and go back and rewatch any of them at any time. Totally. 
if on our paid plans you can save every video you can download any video you can download a clip of a video yeah um and if you want to then take it and embed it on your website that's you can yeah, do that just, too it's got to be an insane amount of insane amount of data and i think you know you guys are an example of something where creating a business like this 20 years ago would be way more difficult to do just the cloud helps so much with the scale of this trying to do these things well, it's kind of the only business I've ever created. If you go back to my first visit in, in business, Nanit, we record and say we're, we're a video-based baby monitor. So we stream yeah. something like 12 to 17 hours of video a day. Right. We're stored in the cloud. Then we do processing on it. And then we, then we convert it into bite-sized summaries and actionable moments. So it's sort of the only thing I know how, I know how to do at this point yeah. is build video companies. Um, and we'll see where the world goes. So for what you guys were doing with Nanit and and stuff you're doing today, how much do you guys do you guys use AI for that? Is that AI that you had to create yourselves or are you guys able to use some AI stuff that's kind of off the shelf or Nanit is completely AI, but we don't market it as AI. We're, we're my my partner my partner that I started the company with had a PhD in computer vision and machine learning. Mm-hmm. And all we track breathing, sleep, movement, and give you a night summary all using a camera, no sensors. Um, we built all that technology ourselves from inception. At Vowel, we've taken a similar approach. We use some off the shelf, we definitely use some off the shelf models, but we build sure. and train our own models. Uh, we don't build our own transcription engine, we use whoever the best is at the moment. Uh, and we have a longer term deal with one provider. Um, and we try to then focus on building the technology that we think matters. So as as we're recording this, like middle of December, you know, the, the hottest subject over the last couple of weeks has got to be like the open AI chat GPT stuff. And um, I'm, I'm going to guess you've got a few people on your team who have who have looked at that over the last week, figuring out, hmm, how do we do we is this something we integrate with to help summarize transcripts or like how do, how do you guys think about the, the craziness of, of all of that? Stay tuned is all I have to say. <laughs> it's uh, well, it's incredible. There are some limitations of using some of OpenAI's products, that, i.e. the token limit, how many words you can actually summarize right. with. Um, and with their most modern models, and I believe using DaVinci, it's about 3,000 words, give or take. Um, Which is nothing for a long meeting. Exactly. But when you have your own platform, you can do some other interesting things, and you have other cues, and uh, I'm happy to show you what we're doing in the future. Yeah, I think I think that'll be really cool, the the more you can do with the auto summarization stuff. And we've played, a, we've, we've had that Holy grow a little bit for a long time with the podcast. It's like, how do you take a 40 minute podcast, take the transcription and then like auto summarize a podcast. Like that's, it's <laughs> been part of our own, our own problem to solve, you know? Would well, you use stuff like Descript to remove filler words? I think you said you didn't edit, but have you played around with that at all? Uh, I don't know what tools our, our team uses, but we use something to transcribe it. And, um, and then I think our team manually summarizes it, but it would be great to have something to auto summarize it. I'm sure those folks are working on it as I'm sure as I'm excited to share what we're working on in the future. But it's I think there are a lot of opportunities and it's something we've been preparing for since we started this company based on 
my previous background and my co-founders previous backgrounds. Yeah, absolutely. So what do you, as we start to wrap up the show today, you know, what do you, what, what kind of suggestions do you have for other entrepreneurs that are, that are listening? You know, what kind of words of wisdom can you, can you drop for all of us? Well, I think you've been an entrepreneur and I've been an entrepreneur and I think there are ups and downs on every given day. You never judge it by the highs. You never judge it by the lows. On certain days, it feels like the world's ending. On certain days, it feels like everything's amazing. I think staying cool and calm and just plowing ahead really can help. I think secondarily, it's uh, I win because of my grit personally, but also I think we always end up delivering an incredible product experience to the end user. But I am gritty. Um, and I think, as you know, uh, you're a successful founder yourself. You have to be really gritty to survive. Um, third suggestion, I mean, obviously, I think all founders should be using Vowel. Uh, and so check it out at Vowel.com. And we have that coupon code, Startup Hustle. And that gives everyone three months free of Vowel so you can turn your meetings into you can so you don't ever forget what happens in your meetings and you don't have to have all those sticky notes at your desk and you can turn everything into searchable shareable instantly available knowledge for your team so when a great customer says something share it with them when one of your great product or designers has an idea share it with the engineering team so we can start building it i love it i'm I'm a huge fan of video. Like I, you mentioned Loom earlier, and I think I've used that before. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I've definitely used video a lot on the engineering side of like recording screen captures. Of like, hey, here's the problem. Let me show you. Walk through it, you know, and putting it in a comment in a Jira ticket or something like that. And like, video is such a very powerful thing. Um, but there's there's problems with it, and you guys are trying to solve some of those problems. So I really like it. I think what what we're trying to do is there's so much interesting stuff that happens in synchronous communication, i.e. the meeting. Right. How do I then take that information and make it a async and digestible and consumable so you only have to watch the important parts? Because that makes you look like a superhuman and everyone in any every company wants to look like that. Absolutely. I love it. Well, if you need to hire software engineers, testers, or leaders, FullScale can help. We have the people and the platform to help you build and manage a team of experts. When you visit FullScale.io, all you need to do is answer a few questions, let our platform match you up to our fully vetted, highly experienced team of software engineers. At FullScale, we specialize in building long-term teams that work only for you. Learn more when you visit FullScale.io. Well, Andrew, I I really appreciate having you on the show today and and really love what you guys are doing. I definitely want to check it out. I honestly had never heard of your guys' uh, product until today. So, so glad, so glad I learned about it. It sounds um, like a very useful tool. And as you mentioned, um, everybody just go to val.com and um, when they go to sign up for an account, there's a place to put a, a promo code somewhere and they just put in startup hustle is what you said. Yep. So when you, when you go to upgrade, so you sign up for account, everyone gets 30 days free uh, of our business plan and if you go to do upgrade and you put in startup hustle as the okay. coupon code, you'll get three months free of our pro plan. Got it. All right. Well, um, any final words as we end the show today? Uh, yeah, I want to th- first, I want to, I, I just want to thank you for having me on here. It was, it was an, uh, it was a pleasure and, uh, I hope to see full scale as a customer on vowels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, thank thank you so much. Thank you. 
Startup Hustles brought to you by Fullscale.io, helping you build a software team quickly and affordably. Make sure you reach down and hit that subscribe button, then come find us on Instagram. See you next time. We do it.